0: Craig speaking. If you're a confidential investigator, and if you're smart, you put yourself on a schedule. You get to the office at nine and get out of it at five. You eat a leisurely dinner and spend the rest of the evening with a book you hope is good. That is, if you're smart. If you're me, you get restless, and around midnight, you drop in at Willie's light. You find Willie morosely staring at his coffee urn. Small but not underprivileged brunette with her head at the far end of the counter sobbing. For a wild moment, you think that maybe Willie has wronged our little Nell. You then dismiss such happy fancies. You try to ignore the brunette who keeps right on sobbing, and you make a brilliant opening remark. What's new, Willie? Huh? Well, all right.
1: How about a hamburger?
0: Not new. Think I should take a chance on one? You got dependents? No. I'll make you a hamburger. Thanks. Hey, better have a cup of coffee first. Why? dead in your stomach now. I've tasted your hamburgers before. Well, I ain't improved since then. Willie. Really? Huh? I know she didn't come at the place. I've never seen her here before. She's pretty, but does she have to make that noise? Uh, she is suffering from grief. She had the blue plate dinner here? According to what she tells me, she had a great loss. What did she lose? Her bull fiddle. A what? A bull fiddle. You know, them floated violins. I know. Uh, she plays a double bass. What's that? A Carnegie Hall for a bull fiddle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Except uh, nobody plays on a bull fiddle that she ain't got. It would be harder, anyway. Come to think of it, losing one of those things is a little like misplacing the Empire State Building. It uh, was swiped off her. Uh, here's your hammer. Thanks. Uh, Mr. Craig, uh, maybe you can help Susie. Uh, if she don't find a bull fiddle, she's liable to be out of weight. She is accustomed to eating, so I do not think this will be good for her. Uh, Susie, come here. Huh? Uh, I want you to meet Mr. Craig. Oh.
1: Hi, Mr. Craig. Hello, Susie.
0: Mr. Craig ain't only a friend of mine, Susie. He's also a confidential investigator. Uh, you ought to tell him your trouble.
1: I only got one trouble.
0: You lost your double bass.
1: Uh huh. Only the kind of music I play at the bull fiddle.
0: Where did you lose it?
1: At the club, the 4920
0: Club. You're a part of the band that plays the club?
1: Uh Uh-uh. I play solos. The customers like it because I'm so small and the bull fiddle's so big. And besides, I'm cheaper than the band, so they are. Uh,
0: bull fiddle isn't the kind of a thing a man could slip into his coat pocket. Uh, There can't be many things harder to steal.
1: Whoever stole mine didn't worry about that.
0: When did you miss it?
1: About an hour ago. I done my number, went out for a walk, and when I got back...
0: No bull fiddle?
1: No bull fiddle.
0: Well, there must have been people around. Well, who...
1: the club closed early tonight. There wasn't anybody around when I got back except Brinker.
0: Brinker? Who's Brinker?
1: Well, he's almost as big as you are, but not so cute.
0: Well, I'd have trouble recognizing him from that.
1: Well, uh, he's sort of a caretaker club bouncer, you know?
0: I don't. Uh, I'm afraid I may find out, though. All right, Susie, let's go over to the club. Maybe I'll be able to come up with something that might help. Guys... Thanks, Mr. Craig. Hey, wait a minute, Tom. Closing up anyways will tag along. Why? Oh, uh, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I would like to meet a character who goes around swiping bull fiddles. I would also like to warn him to lay off the Brooklyn Bridge. It's fastened down. Willie closed up, then the three of us piled into my car and we took off. Eventually, we arrived at the club. Bob is done.
1: Oh, well, I get a key to the stage door. It's just down the alley here. Mr. Craig, why would anybody want to steal my boat, Phil?
0: I don't know. There's a truck parked outside the stage door. Hey, it's coming straight down the alley.
1: I don't!
0: Susie, Willie, get up against the building. Flat now. You all right?
1: So
0: close, though. That truck didn't care much whether it ran us down or not. Back of it was open and... Susie, you had a case for the fiddle. Uh-huh. It was on the truck. Oh? With a fiddle in it. Hey, we ought to be chasing it or something. Had too big a jump on us. I got the license number, though. 4X354. Maybe it'll come in handy later on. Right now, uh, let's get into the club. We're going to lock the stage door after the bull is stolen, huh? Another one like that, and I'll see to it you're forced to eat in your own lunch wagon. Nobody could be that cruel. So, it's open. They had no chance to lock it. Just a work light on over the dance floor.
1: Oh, Mr. Craig.
0: Yeah. One large man lying down.
1: That, that's Brinker.
0: Well, he's alive. He was slugged and passed out, but I don't think there's any permanent damage. Hey, uh, Mr. Craig. Yeah? Over here at the end of the floor. On my way. Hmm. Pretty.
1: Well, that's my bull fiddle.
0: It was a double bass, all right. Whoever left it here, it propped up against the roomside table. The bold fiddle isn't a thing of beauty, usually though I don't mind looking at one. This one I didn't like to look at. Uh, think about it. That's yours, Susie? Yes, it is. The last time you saw it, uh, was it out here on the floor?
1: Oh, no, it was stuck at the little bandstand down there. It was brought out only when I did my number, and then it was... Is taken... there a
0: phone in the place? In walk this wife? This may surprise you. The reason why I want a phone is to make a phone calls. We're surprised. But, uh, what are you gonna call about? Susie's got her fiddle back. Sure. She hasn't got the case, though. Is that something to get excited about, a bull fiddle case? I don't know. I hope not.
1: You're worried about something, aren't
0: you? Lead me to the phone, Susie. I want to find a truck. Maybe it was the empty club. The shadows huddling in the unlit corners The floor pale and shining in the silence That did the job on my nerves Whatever it was, they were jumping Lieutenant Rogers, Homicide Travis, this is Barry Things are quiet down here at Homicide, Barry Do you have to finish this call? Now stop playing with your 5 to Kappa key I want to know who owns a truck License number, 4X354. What did the truck do, run you over? It came close. 4X354. Hang on, if I can wake anybody up over in motor vehicles, I'll have it for you in a couple of minutes. Thanks, Trev. I hung on. Barry? Yes? Name's Christopher Malone. Residence address, 74 East Lake Garage at 12 River. That's what I wanted. You got it. Barry? Yeah? Need a hand? I don't think so, Trab. All I've got so far is a sort of hunch. Probably want me to think. Go on back to that bridge game. No one in the department plays bridge while on duty. They play pinochle. So long, Barry. So long. Oh. Come on, Susie. Let's go back and see if Brinker has come too. What's wrong
1: with you, Mr. Brinker?
0: i got a headache. Huh? In both heads? But this here ain't my head. This here's a lump on my head. Are uh, you a breaker? Well, or what happened? I was straightening up the place, and all of a sudden I feel somebody breathing down the back of my neck, so I says, stop breathing down the back of my neck. So he stops breathing down the back of my neck, and he hits me on the head. I shouldn't have told him to stop breathing down the back of my neck. Maybe not. Did you see who it was? I didn't see nothing of nobody. Too bad. Well, Susie, I'll take you home. Uh, Will, are you coming along? Sure. Brinker, can you lock it up somewhere? Yeah, sure. One of the back rooms. Fine. Let's go. Well, it's all mixed up. Someone stole your fiddle. You sure of that, Susie? I'm sure of it,
1: Mr. Craig.
0: Then the fiddle was returned and the case was stolen. I'll hop in. Anybody got any answers? Well, maybe I'm asking the right questions, but none of the right people. We'll keep trying. We dropped Susie off at her apartment, swung around, and headed downtown again. The 74 Eastlake and a truck driver named Christopher Malone. Maybe I ought to take you home, Willie. I ain't no hurry. But your wife... That's why I ain't no hurry. All right, she's your wife. Don't rub it in. But I'm perfectly willing to share the truck driver with you. Hey, the, the guy's truck ain't up front. No. Well, really? he... Name over the doorbell. Maybe he's a hard sleeper. Yeah, maybe. Second open door tonight. Then the a light switch. I got it. You know, a guy could resent our barging in... L- Not this one. Well, according to the police, Christopher Malone lives at 74 East. They're wrong. He's dead there. Bird came out with a couple of the boys from Homicide. They all stood around and stared at the corpse of the late Mr. Malone. He paid no attention. Corpses rarely do. We had a head start. We'd seen him before they did, so we left earlier. Guys don't look good when they're shot full of bullets. It's never been recommended as a beauty aid. He was the truck driver who drove away with Susie's bullfell case, huh? Yeah. So what happened to his truck and the case? I don't know. Well, why would anyone swipe a bullfiddle case without the bullfiddle in it anyways? Maybe he didn't know that fiddle wasn't in the case. Well, he's sure going to be disappointed when he gets home and opens the case and reaches for the fiddle. Somehow, I don't think so. Don't ask me why, either. I won't. You wouldn't answer. Like, if you was to ask me what goes into Willie's Irish stew, would I answer? But, uh, this car ain't aimed at my house. Or yours. Neither of us live down on River Street. It's bad, Malone's garage is on River Street. Kind of late for visiting the guy's place of business, except he won't be transacting business there tonight. I hope. River Street pitched sharply to the Hudson below. A murky light picked out a worn sign swaying in a slight wind. The sign read Christopher Malone, Licensed Trucking. Large garage doors were shut. A smaller doors set in the panel of one of them was locked. We couldn't look inside. <sighs> it's been warmer in Alaska. Well, we've got to get in. You figured the truck's inside, huh? Yeah. When we was back in Malone's apartment, why didn't you swipe his keys off of him? Because somebody else had already done so. That ain't comforting. Because whoever knocked off Malone is probably a murderer. Probably, he is a murderer. Question shh. The question is... The question is... Someone coming down the street. Willie, this doorway, quick. Who is it? it? Too far away yet? Besides, it may be nobody connected with Malone, or... makes you think I'm going to be so lucky? For the coffee I serve alone, I deserve it. A... It's a Brinker. Yeah. He's stopping up the garage. He's got a key. Big doors. Come on. on the inside. Truck's there. Back of it towards us. Brinker must be up front. Come on. We're getting into that truck. <laughs> trucks ain't very comfortable. Personally, I would rather lay down in a bed. One nice thing. No window between the cab and the rest of the truck back here. So Brinker won't spot us when he keeps going. But, uh, what happens when he stops? We'll worry about that later. You got something better to worry about now? Yeah. Tell me so I can worry about it, too. Over to your left. Hmm? Huh? Horrible little case. Still where it was when we spotted it. I should worry about the case? Only about what's inside of it. It was pretty clear, wasn't it? Sure, I didn't know who he might be, but that he'd be there, that was a certain mistake. a yeah, Joker driving this truck is heading out of town. Come on, we'll try to get that case open. Uh, give me one good reason. Corpses aren't pretty. Remember what Malone looked like? I'm willing to forget. That's what murderers would like. Yeah, okay, we we'll get the case open. How is there's a... Not locked on. Hope we don't need a key. No. Ought to open easy now. Okay, you got it open and... Grab him, Willie. Okay, I got him. Yeah, but I don't want him. He's dead. Ease him down to the floor. I'll get the case down flat. Uh, he's down. Fine. Well, the wallet in his breast pocket papers in it. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh-huh, what? His name's Gordon Bentley. Bentley? Hey, that's the guy who owns the club or where Susie works. Interesting. Come on, let's put him back in the case. Yeah, but he won't be able to breathe it. Forget I said anything. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Sit uh, tight fit? Well, it'll do. Hmm. Think of the trouble we would have had if Susie played the piccolo. We wouldn't have been here if she hadn't. The guy was shot, just like Malone? Yeah, which is interesting. I don't think it's any more interesting than if the guy had been strangled or even poisoned. You don't appreciate the finer points. Yeah, what are they? I'll let you know when I find out. Thanks. So do we jump off the truck now or five seconds from now? We stay on. Truck's hitting at least 50. We jump now, we could get killed. We stay on, we will get killed. I doubt it. Why? No one could ever get all three of us into that case. going down. We may have a chance to jump for cover when it stops. Uh-oh. Sounds like we're surrounded. We stay. Sooner or later, somebody's gonna spot us back here and then we'll maybe maybe. be later. Shh. How are things, Brinker? They're fine, Mr. Walsh. We got a load ready for you to run in. Okay, Mr. Walsh. Why, I'm here. Everybody's leaving. Shh. This trip, I got something special for you, Mr. Walsh. Yeah? What? I'll tell you about it when we start loading What? Hey, we ain't popular. Everybody's gone away. We get out. Hey. The house is set back from the highway. It's a big place. Yeah, yeah, well, let's not wait. We have to. If, if I get out of this alive, I, I'll use meat and our hamburgers. Don't say anything, you'll be silent. What are we going to do? Knock on the door and tell them we're working our way through college? This wouldn't work. They're still looking for me in the sixth grade. The side of the house, Willie. The servants entrance? A window. Any place we can see what's going on inside. That one. When this gets around, they'll be calling me Beep Willie. <laughs> Lots of guys in there. Very social. Not to mention the cases of liquor all over the place. Looks like this would be a warehouse for Bentley's club. It's kind of inconvenient. Must be 50 miles out of town. Must be a reason why Bentley keeps his liquor out here. His doctor told him to stay away from liquor. Another one like that and no will hand you your head. You can't. It's attached to him. Something can be done about that. Hmm. Nice contortions you're going through. Why? Trying to get a better look at the liquor cases. Imported stuff. <laughs> yeah. No customs stamp on them. Smuggle, huh? Yeah. Explains the location of this place. The truck. Mr. Walsh and friends. The smugglers, I guess, and also Brinker. The delivery boy, huh? The delivery boy. What it doesn't explain is why Brinker is bringing Walsh a bull fiddle case complete with a recent corpse. The men inside showed signs of moving. Willie and I moved first. Across the road from the truck in a clump of trees. You said you had something special for me this trip, Brinker. Oh, I nearly forgot, Mr. Walsh. What I got for you is a bull fiddle in its case. You don't say? Bentley thinks I ought to study music, maybe? Well, all I know is you're supposed to keep it here for a while. Okay, I'll have the boys unloaded. But you know something? I'd be a lot happier if instead of a bull fiddle, as he was in that case.
1: They
0: mm-hmm. unloaded the bull fiddle case, loaded the liquor, and the truck went away. Mm-hmm. Willie and I stuck it out for a while and also went away. You know, Mr. Craig, feet are never going to replace the wheel. Maybe we'll get a hitch soon. We better. Also, we're in a hurry go from here, if we ever get transportation. Susie's apartment. Duty, or you think it's a nice idea? Willie? Duty's always a nice idea.
1: Who? Oh, Oh, my, Mr. Craig. I'm Willie.
0: May we come in? Oh, of
1: course you may. I was asleep.
0: I thought you might be, but uh, this is important.
1: Something's happened?
0: Susie, how do you and Bentley get along?
1: Oh, we get along fine. He even wants me to marry him.
0: Well, how do you feel about that?
1: I haven't been able to make up my mind, but he's got so much money that... Anyway, I'm not sure I can trust him. A man who runs a nightclub, what kind of husband would he make?
0: I never thought about it.
1: So Gordon, that's Mr. Bentley, said he was going to sell the club to prove he really loved me. Did he sell it? He was supposed to, this afternoon. For cash? Oh, sure. I don't think the man Gordon's selling the club to can write. Besides, they wouldn't want to have any records on account of income taxes, so... Well, that's one of the reasons I don't know if I should marry Gordon. That's Mr. Bentley.
0: Have you seen Gordon? That's Mr. Bentley. I mean Bentley today.
1: No. My bull was stolen, so I forgot all about him. And besides, I... We
0: uh, found the bull fiddle case, Susie.
1: Sure, darling. Where is it? That's not important.
0: What is important is, uh... Why was just the case stolen the second time?
1: Gosh. oh no,
0: Susie... Suppose I murder someone.
1: Why would you want to do such a terrible thing?
0: Well, just suppose I do. I murder him in a nightclub. I've got to hide his body until I can dispose of it safely. Now, where can I hide it?
1: Well, don't ask me after all. There's a
0: girl who plays a bullfiddle in the club, which means there's a bullfiddle case around. The man I killed wasn't a big man, so I put him in.
1: My bullfiddle case?
0: Right.
1: Well, it's a very nasty thing to... But you didn't kill me once.
0: Somebody did. Put the corpse in your fiddle case.
1: The corpse of who, Mr. Gray?
0: Gordon Bentley. Oh.
1: Here,
0: you better sit down.
1: Oh. Oh, that's terrible. I'll never be able to use that case again.
0: Well, I suppose not.
1: I'll never be able to marry Gordon. That's Mr. Bentley, either.
0: You don't really care about that, do you?
1: You mean because I never really loved him?
0: I mean because you already have all his money. Hey, Mr. Craig, you're saying she... That's what I'm saying. She killed Bentley. Oh, for the cash she sold the club for. Only she's such a small girl. She had help. Hi, boys. Nice and quiet. That is Brinker's help. Stop flapping your lips. You don't know a thing. You, Brinker, and Susie killed Bentley. Lifted the cash, hit Bentley in the fiddle case. You arranged for the late Mr. Malone to pick it up and deliver it to Walsh out in the country. You'll get around, Craig. Thanks. But I spotted that case in the truck, so while I took Susie home, you killed Malone. Closing that road, you thought.
1: He went around thinking such nasty thoughts about me, and I said
0: he was cute. Shut up, Susie. The plan was simple. You delivered the case with Bentley inside and asked Walsh to keep it. Susie went out and planted the stolen bull fiddle story with Willie and, as it happened, with me. Why? Tomorrow morning, Susie would yell to the cops Bentley is missing. I'd remember the bull fiddle. Brinker would remember Walsh and the country hideout. The cops would grab Walsh, the case, find the corpse in it, and Walsh would cry. Thanks, Willie. I got a surprise for you. It's still going to be that way. Because after you two jokers go away, you're dead someplace. The program goes on like schedule. Oh. Go answer that. We don't care who it is. Sure you care. Because before coming here, I phoned your friend Walsh. I told him to look inside that fiddle case. Right around, boys. Drop the pop gun, Brinker. No! Oh, Kate! Oh. You should have dropped it, Brinker. Your arm would feel a lot better. But cheer up. Maybe it'll be healed before they execute you. That wasn't a nice thing to say. But then murderers aren't nice people. I phoned the police, and by the time they arrived, Walsh had discreetly gone for a long walk. The cops would get him anyway. However, they took over breaker and Susie. I uh, hate to ask, but uh, something must have tipped you off. Susie did. I didn't, her. Sure you did. It was a phony story, Willie. We were supposed to think someone had put Bentley in that fiddle case in the afternoon. Somebody did. Sure. But if they did, the bull fiddle would have been out in the open. It had to be. Yeah, Susie would have noticed that. Would have wondered who took it out. She would have checked. And if she'd been telling the truth, she would have said the case was stolen, not the fiddle. But the truth wasn't what Susie was dealing in. It was murder. Uh Uh-huh. Well... Thanks for taking me home. And, uh, after all this time, when I walk into that house where my wife is no doubt waiting up for me and her eyes light on me, it won't be joy, Mr. Craig. Well, what will it be? Murder. Uh...